on Tuesday nights. All we do is Sports Talk Atlanta. Tune in 8 p.m. Eastern with host Coach Willie Miller and sports journalist Princess Cooper. Our focus will be on high school football in Georgia and Florida. Then we get you ready with all the sports talk news of the week around the world. We can't wait for you to stop by Never Had It So Good Sports Radio for the best sports show in America on Tuesday night. Let's go! It's Sports Talk Atlanta, and I'm excited to have a show with my co-host, Willie Miller. I am Princess Cooper. Let me welcome in my co-host, Coach Miller. How are you, sir? Princess Cooper, how you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, too. Thank you for asking. I'm excited yeah. to be with you on the show tonight. I got so Absolutely. much, and we haven't talked football in a minute. So let's start, though, with Georgia football. I got a chance to watch last Friday, Buford versus Mill Creek. And uh, even Reb asked me, is this, this college or high school? I said, oh, it's high school. <laughs> and it was a tight game, a tight game through, through until the end. And it was a surprise that Buford went home with a loss. Your thoughts about that? Did you get a chance to see any of it live or hear about I, some of the replays afterwards? I watched I watched the game. I actually watched the game. And I wow. can tell you, here, here in Atlanta, here in Gwinnett County, that was not a surprise. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wow. That was not a surprise. I mean, um, Mills Creek, Mill Creek is a solid football team, solid program, well coached. They don't make mm-hmm. a whole lot of mistakes. Um, they take what you give them, and they have athletes. Um, yeah. They have athletes, you know. Um, the running back, the kid, he's one of the top running backs in the uh, state of Georgia. The number one mm-hmm. on the outside, number one, he's headed to the Tar Heels. Um, yep. You saw, you saw how big the offensive line was. So they matched up with Buford perfectly. So it wasn't a surprise and- here in, in Gwinnett County. Wow. Okay. You know, because I I thought I will I watched the, the of course the first half and I think they ended went into the halftime tied and then yes. um and and then you know it, it went down to the bitter end. Um, I remember turning away for a little bit in the fourth quarter and it was tied at that time. So I said, okay, this is definitely going to come down um, to the end. But I was surprised because I don't know much about Buford except what you tell me. I've kind of watched them a couple of times, but they're one of the heavy hitters in, in high school football traditionally, um, and, and for sure. But um, I thought Mill Creek came to play, and they didn't back down. They didn't back down no. from, from all of the success, for sure. Well, you know, um, Mill Creek won the state championship last year. You know, See, Mill I didn't Creek know is that. the 7-8 no, champion. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's why I say we in the state of Georgia, we were not surprised. <clears throat> I mean, okay. they, they they two weeks ago they beat Parkview um, by two touchdowns. Ah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And like I said, they're well coached, um, and well the program. I mean, and those kids. So the other piece of that, Mill Creek. I mean, Mill yeah, Mill Creek and Buford are about eight miles from each other. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. a rivalry game. So you got to think about all these years that Buford played 3A, 4A, you know, all the chatter that was going on all these years, and now they had a chance to play each other. Actually, last year, and uh, Buford only beat them by a touchdown last year. Mm-hmm. I I did yeah. see that. I did and, see and, that. But 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 Mill Creek went on to win the state championship. Okay. All right. Now, while you mentioned it just a little bit, tell me. Um, how Parkview is doing. I did not view their schedule or their wins and losses. Tell me about them and, and their and how they're feel, um, faring this year. They they put it like this. Um, they were one of the team's favorites to win the state. The 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 key word in there was um, they are five and two right now. Um, they lost to Mill Creek, and they just lost this week by one to Archer. Um, however, they played Newton County um, Friday night, who's undefeated. Um, wow. Very good. Newton County is undefeated, very good, has two defensive ends that have power five offers. Their safety is a power five offer guy, uh, linebacker power five offer guy. 
quarterback who's a sophomore who has offers from North Carolina State, Wake Forest, uh, running back who has ACC offers. Uh, bottom line, they're loaded, and they're well coached. So probably is going to have a tough this week. More than capable of winning the game, but it's going to be tough. They're going to have to. They're going to have to bring their A game. Okay. Okay. Um, any other big time winners in the state of Georgia, right there in Atlanta, in the area of Fulton County, Gwinnett County? <clears throat> Not much in the state of Georgia. I yeah, mean, in the got, state of Georgia. You, you have Beaufort. You got Walton County. Very good. I mean, Walton High School, not county. They're down in the Cobb County area. Very good program. Um, they're they're going to be in the thicker thing. Um, you got Colquitt County, Westlake, uh, as far as 7A. Um, when it comes down to it, when it comes down to the going to the state championship and that, that final quarter, final game, it's going to be real tricky. I mean, you're going to have Parview. They're going to be up in there. Um Mm-hmm. So yeah, we got some tough teams. There's quite a few teams undefeated still, um, mm-hmm. but all of them up, all of them up here in the north. Um, the state championship okay. is coming out of Georgia. Wow. Will okay. From the south. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Coach, we haven't had a chance to talk about um, on air. We have just in phone calls. We haven't had a chance to talk much about Deion Sanders. Um, TCU, then Nebraska and Colorado State, those are wins. And then they ran up against USC. Um, and then they lose to Oregon. And I think that's backwards, Oregon and then the USC. Yeah, um, they went at, at, Arizona, yeah, at Arizona State. And when I went to bed um, Friday night, they were up 29-0 at halftime. Recap your thoughts about the up and down by Colorado, even though I think they're ahead of schedule. Um, by most people's standards and expectations um, in just an impact period. But your thoughts on Colorado Coach Prime and where they are at 4-3? and three. Well, you're right. They're ahead of schedule. There's no doubt about it. They most likely will make a bowl game. Um, yeah. I was hoping they keep it to two losses so they can come down here to the Peach Bowl. I done told my wife, I said, they come here to the Peach Bowl, we're going to the game. Um yeah, however, I said the same thing. I want to go to the game. <laughs> however, Princess, um, I think it's going as as expected. Um, um, I, I knew they were going to. I knew Oregon was going to blow them out. Uh, I knew they would be able to score against USC, um, mm-hmm. and they all pull the game out. You know, went in overtime. Um, uh, but they got a tough road ahead of them. They should have won. Um, yeah. they should have won this past week. But they still have mm-hmm. to play UCLA. They have to play Oregon State. Yep. Um, they have a tough wow. road ahead of them. They're looking at no more than probably six wins right now. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to beat UCLA. I don't think they're going to beat Oregon State. Uh, they're probably running neck and neck with Arizona State, I believe. That's who they play. They played Arizona. I believe they play Arizona. No, they play Arizona. They played Arizona State. They played State. Arizona State, yeah. yeah right. And they're going to play Arizona. Okay. Right. So I mean, I, I see them. They they probably win six games, but they got a tough road, you know. Um, Dion doesn't have depth. Um, he has the skill players, but that offensive line, mm-hmm. they they can't. You know, they just don't have what it takes. You know. Yeah. They just don't have. Could what it takes. Your standards is the most is a is the most sacked quarterback in Power Five conferences. Um, Shadur Sanders is, and, and, and that's because he doesn't have an offensive line. That's why I saw him running, and they didn't yeah. seem to have an answer for that. Stanford didn't. Um, that's the day that I'm talking about. And, and Shadur Sanders ran around um, and, and really yeah, stole no, a lot they, of first downs they should have with his feet. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, they should have got their fifth win there. And uh, <clears throat> the offensive line is not good. At the mm-hmm. beginning of the game, when they get tired at the end of the game, it's yeah, it's bad. and that's that's and that's what happens. You know, they, mm-hmm. they they're not good. Then they get tired, so they just they're just not good. And I think that's what happened against yeah. Stanford. They they yeah. tired. They couldn't do the ball. Mm-hmm. You and know, the um, they don't have depth on the defensive line. You know, no. you got to be able to run kids or only run kids off, and they just don't have it. 
You know, they're linebackers. They don't have depth at linebacker. I mean, they got the skill position, and they got the DBs. Um, and even on offense, they got the receivers, and, you know, they don't have depth. And that's what Deion is missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rev was watching the game. Um, he was taking the train to Florida for a funeral. But the first thing you said when I talked to him Saturday morning is that they look gassed. They look tired, yeah. and then they went into double overtime, um, right. and they just they they didn't seem to be able to hang. But I do want to ask you this, Coach Miller, and that is about Shadur Sanders at halftime um, on social media texting out his link to his clothing line, and also texting out not texting out but posting on Instagram that Stanford is cooked, so he was going to sell his clothes and put out his link. Um, for his clothing line at halftime, and then, of course, that all coming out. Do you think there should be that, you know, that Colorado needs to address this and that maybe, you know, Coach Prime needs to suspend him for a quarter or just let this blow over? Because that is a big deal. And, Coach, if they had won, I don't know if this would be, you know, um, a big deal. But they didn't win. And um, he was – I thought that was bold of him to do. Um, during halftime, and, and for all of that to come out. That was bold. Um, that was bold. <laughs> but I can tell you, Deion is not going to suspend him. Um, I don't have a clue who's behind him, but I'm sure it's nowhere near what he can do. Um, yeah. So Deion's not going to suspend him because uh, Deion is about winning, you know. Uh, yeah. Was that really that bad? Uh, no. Was it that? Was it good? No. Um, yeah. Did he owe his teammates an apology? Absolutely. You know. Yeah. Um, but no, they're not going. They're not going to suspend it. You know. Uh, that's the only chance to win another game. That's true. That's true. They they're yeah. headed into a bye week this week, and then they'll come back with UCLA, as you said, then Oregon State, then Arizona. Then Washington State, and they end the season with Utah. That is not a pretty, yeah. pretty sight right there. That's not a pretty um, sight. That's not a pretty sight. Yeah. That's you a know. gauntlet the of other five teams the, at the, the end. The, the other kid, the, the receiver kid who's playing both ways, he's playing too much. Um, oh, yeah. Travis Hunt. I think, Travis Hunt. I think it's too much. He can't handle yeah. all that. He's, he's hurting them on the uh, defensive side of the ball. Because he's tired. Mm-hmm. You know, he's tired. Um, yeah. Even even on the offensive side of the ball, you know, he's tired now. A um, hundred snaps uh, is a lot of snaps. You know, that's a lot of snaps. And then there's some games he played 139 snaps. Um, but yeah. you could tell he was gassed at the end. Number 12, yeah. the – the, the tall receiver for Stanford, you know, was just all over him. Um, over 200 yeah. yards receiving, 13 catches in the game. And, right. you know, insult to injury, um, he caught the ball on the top of Travis Hunter's head, you know, because he was yeah. so tall, he just reached over him and, and was well, in the end zone. Um, and like an said, ugly game at the end. He can't, you know, he's just playing too much. Um, yeah. Uh, even though he's been, you know, like we shared, even though he's been off, they said, well, he just got back. But he mm-hmm. has to practice on both sides of the ball as well. There you go. He has to practice on go. both sides of the ball. So where most kids yeah. get a break, you know, he's running from one end to the other. He has to do film with both sides of the ball. He has to go to meetings with both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. I would be very That's curious. exhausting. I'll be very curious to see how he's doing academically. You know what? That, now that's a good point. That's a good yeah. point. How is he? You know what? Um, I'm going to know that. I'm going to see if I can yeah. find out because that's a yeah, good point. If very, he is a lot, in the film that, room, coach. At that level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At that level. That's a lot. That's a lot. You know, you get high school kids play both ways, and it's a lot. You see them gas in a game. You know. Yeah. So, and and at the college level, at the power five level, with all the film and all the weightlifting, all the working out, all the meetings and things of that nature, that's a lot. Mhm. And the first three, first three games, you know, he was 
he is him and, and he's a Heisman Trophy candidate and all of that. But and I noted the injury, um, with that guy Henry something, um, you know, with the the late hit, uh, uh-huh. and, and a lacerated liver that took him out and um it, it gave him a chance to rest and recover. But I thought he got a, a really good hit on him at Stanford and he looked kinda gassed in with that touchdown pass in the end zone. Right. He was sandwiched no. between two defensive players, and he'd been over for a while there. And well, I was not concerned. A, a, uh, they got him pretty good. Yeah, they got him pretty good. They got him pretty good. Now, Coach, yeah. I do want to go ahead and, and, and head into the SEC um, because I want to let you know I had on my Auburn gear when you all were playing <laughs> Georgia, and I watched that game to the bitter end, and I was just saying, hold on, hold on, we can do this. Um, your thoughts about that game? I think you attended that game. I did. I did. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, we gave them all. Well, anybody coming to Plains, it's kind of tough to play in mm-hmm. play in Auburn. You know, it's tough to play in Auburn, um, especially a, a, a new quarterback who's been on the sideline. It, it's it's a tough place to play. Uh, we ran the ball. Um, I know they're talking about making a quarterback switch this week. Um, mm-hmm. We need to get that other kid in there, you know. Wow. I, I, uh, Robbie, Robbie Ashwood. We mm-hmm. need to get Robbie Ashwood in there. Yeah, you you open the season three and zero, and then you hit a gauntlet there with Texas A and M, which could have been a winnable game. And uh-huh. then um, Georgia, uh, you you almost pull that off, and then um, just a letdown with LSU for sure. But right. then, Coach, your schedule is ugly. You got Ole Miss, then Mississippi State. Vanderbilt, you know, is Vanderbilt, so that's that's a winnable game. Arkansas really looks good, and Jefferson, the quarterback, looks good. Um, you got New Mexico, and then, of course, you're in, in, in with the Iron Bowl. So that's a tough schedule down the stretch, too. No, it is a tough schedule. Um, we may may be able to get Mississippi State. Um Ole Miss is going to be tough. Uh, mm-hmm. Arkansas is winnable. Uh, Arkansas is winnable. Uh, we have to get Vanderbilt, and um, we 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 need three more wins to go to a bowl. You know. Mhm. Mhm. Uh, so I mean, wow. we got a chance to go three wins. I I just think you know the the as far as Auburn, there there's 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 promise going into the mm-hmm. next year. Um, we've been recruiting really well. Really yeah. well. Yeah. Uh I don't know yeah. about the quarterback position. However, we've been recruiting the skill position. D B we just got a commitment today, um, from mm-hmm. uh four star D lineman out of Alabama, you know, um that um his number one school was Alabama. And mm-hmm. uh he committed to um uh Auburn. So um you know, DB wise, we um, we got the number one of the top cornerbacks here in the state of Georgia. We got the number one, number two cornerback out of the state of Florida. You know, um, mm-hmm. so you know the the beauty is on the horizon. You know, uh, we just need a quarterback. I don't know what we're gonna do about quarterback because um, I was just on the internet today and they're talking about um, should we start Robbie Ashford? Um, mm-hmm. uh, people saying if we do that. We take a dimension of our offense away, um, of, and that being him coming off the bench. Uh, however, this kid wow. throwing is, is terrible. You know, he's terrible. He's throwing behind receivers. Uh, listen to that, watching the game um, Saturday night against LSU, and uh, I hate to say it. I mean, it is what it is. They were making excuses for him. Uh, he doesn't have chemistry with his receivers. That's what happens when you transfer. Uh-huh. Uh, he'll be – Oh man, this quarterback's all over the country transfer. You know. Exactly. So, um, yeah, he's just saying what happened against Georgia, he ran the ball too. And I think that threw them for a loop, you know. Mhm. Mhm. Coach, you all look really good against Georgia in that first half. Um and that, for sure. Uh, and yeah. uh but we yeah. haven't been able to we haven't been able to do it since then, you know. Yeah, and like you said, we have um, a gauntlet coming up. You got a gauntlet coming up. Um, I, right, I want to talk know. about Florida. 
Go ahead. I was going to say the Iron Bowl is, the Iron Bowl is always, you know, that's in Auburn. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. Well, that's good. We it's in time. Auburn. And you know what, Coach Miller, I think Alabama is beatable. I don't think they look good all season, and they struggle to beat Arkansas. They struggle, um, um, you know. Of course, Texas came into Bryant Denny Stadium, stadium and, and and took a took a win home with them. So, yeah, um, yeah. I, I really do think they're they're beatable. I want to talk about Georgia just a little bit. I don't think they played a complete season, uh, game all season, and they were down to Vanderbilt. As a matter of fact, it was the first time Vanderbilt had led in a game in 17 years against Georgia. That is amazing. But they pulled out the win, of course, um, but they lose Brock Bowers. Talk about Georgia. I still think, you know, they can go undefeated. But they have not looked good this season to me. They are going to go undefeated. They're going to go undefeated until yeah. they get to the playoffs. Um, and I think they're going to do well in the playoffs. Um Mm-hmm. They 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 have the potential to make it to the championship game. Uh, they're still Georgia. Their defense is going to carry them. Um, mm-hmm. This kid doesn't have to do anything but manage the game. If he can manage the game, they're going to be fine. Now, note, I said I think they're going to go to the playoffs. Do I think they're going to win it again? I don't think so. You know, I don't think so. Yeah. But I would yeah. be surprised, Princess, if Alabama is not in the championship game. Because I think wow. they finally done figured out, let this kid do what he do best. Mm-hmm. Let's no try to make it out of all of these other quarterbacks. Let's just mm-hmm. let him be and uh, and run the ball. And they have about – Alabama have about four to five running backs that will start anywhere else in the country. Wow. And I say the same thing about Georgia. Georgia has three or four quarterbacks, I mean, running backs that can start anywhere in the country. They always yeah. seem to have a stable of running yeah. backs. But um, Georgia's there, um, and they're, they're now on a bye week. So is Florida. And then they play in, in, the, in, the, um, in Jacksonville. Um, uh-huh. so, but I want to talk about Florida just a little bit. I left them for dead, Coach. Um, about three or four weeks ago, especially when they um, <laughs> they looked so horrible against Kentucky, um, you know, and then they come back and they beat they beat um, Tennessee, and then they beat South Carolina here in South in South Carolina on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and a shout out to my Gamecock friends who decided to have them as homecoming, um, but they pulled it out. And I don't want to act <laughs> like that was a Super Bowl win, but the fact that they're five and two after really looking horrific at the beginning of the season, but they are playing um, 11. They're starting 11 freshmen, true freshmen, and they've started those 11 true freshmen every week of the, this season. That's tough, and if they look, look like they've grown up a little bit. That's tough, though. That's tough. You're tough. Well, yeah, once you get to this point in the season, that freshman thing is out of the window, you know. Yeah. Uh, you, you and you, what, at game six, seven, eight or something, mm-hmm. That freshman thing is out of the window, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, Florida looks good. And uh, I think they're going to pose some issues for Georgia, you know. Uh, Georgia may pull it out, but I think they're going to pose some issues, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But look at that schedule. Georgia, Arkansas, LSU, Missouri, and then FSU. That's tough. Um, and And – and we better not dismiss Missouri. Oh, not at all. And I've Missouri, been saying that for about three or four weeks. Um, they look Missouri really good at six and one. In the country. Um, their front mm-hmm. seven is one of the top in the country. That's what some other coaches said. You are correct. And they have speed on offense, but they look really well coached. And I watched that Kentucky game. They did not get frantic. When Kentucky got up 14-0, they continued to run the ball, and they right. continued to control, control both line, lines of scrimmage. And Kentucky folded and did not score in the fourth quarter, and Missouri had 18 points. They did not look scared, and they were at Kentucky. No. Missouri is a good football team. Yeah. So, um, you know, Florida was predicted to have five wins. They have those five wins now. I just don't see them beating um, – Georgia, 
and um, maybe Arkansas, but I really like Arkansas in that quarterback. And then LSU, say what you want. Um, you got to go to LSU <laughs> at night and play them. I told when when Auburn was going down there, I said, hey, y'all got I said, nah, it's LSU at night. You, you don't understand. <laughs> it's one of the best atmospheres ever. Yeah. I'll never go back. As a matter That's of fact, it. I happened to be on the field and walked by that, that tiger, that Bengal tiger, man. <laughs> I was ready to go home then. But um, I think LSU, even though this is um, a new LSU, that they, they look really good um, for the most yeah, part. They just, just don't. Um, exactly. They do a good job at running that offense. Um, mm-hmm. They have a, a stable of running backs, and they always have the receivers. Yeah, yeah. So before we go into the NFL, let's talk about the elephant in the room for me and how good FSU looks. Because I've been praying, going to church and asking for for them not to look so good, but they continue to do that. Your thoughts about FSU? <laughs> Rep tells me to quit bothering God about really the good. Seminoles. They are one of the top, they, they, they are one of the top teams in the, in the country. No doubt about mm-hmm. it. And, um, yeah. That transfer kid from, where he come from, Michigan State, uh, yep. receiver. Yep, he's, he's, and Dino Baver said that God was showing out when they made him, and they're yeah. right. That young man looks good. He's one of the, he will be one of the top one, two, three receivers in the draft. Wow, you know, um, Florida State is uh, you know here we come when they get in the playoffs. It's going to be a whole different story, and see if they can maintain that. Because you know, once you get in the playoffs, you you can't get behind in games. You know, yeah. Uh, everybody's mm-hmm. gonna be equal, and I, I'm really, I'm really weary about whoever plays Michigan. Uh, mm. Michigan yeah, it's gonna be a tough out this year. Uh, it's gonna be tough for the SEC to win the championship this year. I think so. I, I like uh, Michael Penix and Washington Huskies. You oh, know, yeah. um, okay. I, 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 I really like them. So, and I like now, Penn State. We was talking. We was talking this Saturday, Princess. Oregon and and and, and Oregon and uh, Washington come down here to the South. They won't be able to run their offenses like that. Hmm. Here's here's the other piece. What do you think about Oklahoma and Texas coming to the SEC next year? You know, I I can't wait to see that divisional breakdown. And, you know, who goes to the East, who goes to the West, or do they just do a full conference and not have an East and West division anymore? I but I'm excited about that. They're doing a full conference. Wow. Wow. They're doing a full conference. Now, uh, top two teams playing the championship. Wow. I really don't like that I, format. No, I don't. I'd yeah. rather um, have a, you know, Division um, division foes and have a, uh-huh. a chance to win my conference on uh, my division and then go to the conference championship. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think don't that, like that format, but that's yeah. the format they're going to. Um, wow. So I mean, it is what it is. But I believe that Texas and Oklahoma are going to bring something over here um, next year that we we're not ready for. I think they've been recruiting. Mm-hmm. For next year, um, that's why they're looking the way they look. You remember the time, you know, Texas right now have an offense and a defensive line. Oklahoma has an offense sure and a defense because they've been mm-hmm. preparing for the SEC. And I think Oklahoma hired Brian Venable just in time because he's a, a defensive guru. And um, you know, I think the Big Twelve plays a you know better the big some of the better offenses. In the country, they they don't play defense. Well, don't look now. Texas and Oklahoma have a good defense, defense. and that's right. Yeah, and they they're playing good defense. And I, but I was surprised that Oklahoma um, was able to win that game. I really thought Texas was going to dominate them. Well, I didn't expect you know, they, you know a forty nine to nothing like last year. Say that they again. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I thought Ears were bet was better. But Gabriel 
got that ball with less than two minutes to go and drove down the field, and right. and they scored a touchdown with less than 30, 20 or 30 seconds left to give that right. ball back to Texas, and they couldn't do anything with that. Um, so congratulations to them for sure. That was a surprise um, f- for me. Um, I wanted to ask, there was something else I wanted to ask in college football. I wanted to kind of go over a couple of games if I could. Penn State, Ohio State plays this Saturday at 12 o'clock. Who do you think wins that game, Coach? I think this is going to be the year for Penn State. Yeah. Now, I know I I went three and five this week, but I I think this is going to be the year. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but, hey, audience, he was nine and zero a couple of weeks ago. (laughs) The only one. I I think this is going to be the year for Penn State. Um, Yeah. You know, because right now, Ohio State, all they have is is the receiver kids. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they got the defense. They got the um, Harrison. Mm-hmm. Marvin Harrison, uh, Harrison Jr. Marvin Harrison Jr. Mm-hmm. That's all, that's all I, I see they have. The quarterback position is not elite and outstanding like it has been in the past. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let me go back. Well, let me get your prediction on Tennessee, Alabama, Coach, first, and then I want you to talk about Miami and the state of hurricane football and uh, um, the debacle. <laughs> yeah, you, you know I thought about you. <laughs> the debacle against Georgia Tech. But your prediction, Tennessee at Alabama, your thoughts on that first, and then I can't wait to talk crystal ball and the hurricane. Alabama's going Alabama's to win the game. Um, okay. Even though Tennessee looked good against Texas A&M uh, this week, I think Alabama's going to win the game. It's in Alabama. And like I said, they done figured out, let this kid be who he is. Let him do what he do best. If that's tuck it and run, yeah. tuck it in. in the past, you know, Saban didn't want his quarterbacks running. I don't care what, but he has no choice. You mm-hmm. see this kid in the pocket, he's going to take sacks. Yeah. Yeah. He seems to really play a lot better when he's able to, um, you know, have options with that RPO and to to, to go ahead and be free to to, to, um, run for some first downs. You are correct. You are correct. So I think Alabama wins that game too. Yeah. Tennessee was able to steal one last year in Knoxville. I don't think they come to Brian Denny and and do that. So, um, all right, the the floor is yours. Come on, Hurricane. Crystal ball, I mean, he same thing at Oregon. He's not a game day yep. manager. You know, he's just not a game day manager. And the thing that, that really um, soured me with him um, is in his interviews, he says, I should have called, I should have took a knee. However, the running back knows he should hold on to the ball. No, we're not going to shift that. <laughs> we're not shifting that, no. Um Wow. You you made a bonehead play, sir. You know, you made a bonehead play. Um, yeah. You know, state of Miami football. I mean, football. We're recruiting well. We're recruiting well. Mm-hmm. I, personally, I think Van Dyke can throw the ball, but I don't think he sees the field well. Uh, if you look at some, his interceptions are not guys making spectacular plays. His interceptions are throwing it directly to guys. They're just mm-hmm. not seeing the. He's just not seeing the field. Um, not that he needs to be benched. I mean, I mean, he's a good thrower. He can spin the ball, but he's not seeing the field. But crystal ball and, uh, you know, some of these offensive plays he calls, um, it's just bad. And that not taking a knee, he owed those kids. He yeah. I know he made an apology for the press, but I am hoping that he closed the doors and apologized to those kids. Yeah. 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 Gonna have to. Um and I and I hope he did that. I I wanted to see how they played against North Carolina. They came out and looked good in the in the in the first half, but um North Carolina wore them down and won that game and North well, Carolina we, is North Carolina for whatever reason has our number. You know. Yeah. If you you go back and over the last ten years, North Carolina has been pretty consistent in beating us. We won a game or two. But if I'm not mistaken, they are leading the last ten years. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, so then I want to go 
and stay right there, but in the NFL, I want you to talk about the Miami Dolphins and how they have emerged and how Tyreek has, has not that he wasn't doing the same thing at Kansas City, but I think he makes um, Tua look good and, you know, with oh, yards did. after catching. Um, so your thoughts about where they are, they lost to Buffalo, but they still have a pretty good record there and looking like they're one of the ones to be reckoned with in um, – um, the AFC. Your thoughts about the, the the Dolphins? Well, they're good. They're really good. They um think they have the number yeah. one scoring. They uh they're mm-hmm. number one in defense. Um, without superstars on defense. Yeah, you got Chubb. You know, um, but they're good. They're well coached. But you know, we can talk about it all we want. We'll find out in the next three weeks how good they are. They play the Eagles, Jets, and Chiefs. And, and, oh, and, wow. And, and, yeah. Eagles, Jets, <laughs> and the Eagles Thursday night. They come back with the Jets. Then they play the Chiefs on a Monday night. And and the Jets, well, that defense is, that defense is, is good. You know. And it was good the other night against the Eagles without yeah. Paul Gardner. Yes, they ma'am. they really pressured Jalen Hurts into um and that offense into four four turnovers. So you're right. That is now you're correct. We will find out who they are. We will find and, out in three weeks. You know, I'm not thinking if we can come out of two with two wins out of that. You know. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be outstanding. Yeah. And I'm hoping that the Eagles are one of the teams that you beat because they're I in the that. NFC East. I want to be the Eagles and the Jets. Yeah, yeah. So your thoughts, I I saw you post about the Falcons, and I'm so disappointed in them. Um, I've been a secret Falcons fan because, you know, I've been in the Southeast, and and that really is one of the games that was always designated. That was the game you watched. The Falcons were were on the schedule. Your thoughts about where, where they are. I don't know if Ritter is the answer. Um, and I think Bijan is being, uh, yeah, wasted, and Kyle Pitts is being wasted. Your your thoughts about this? He's he's not. He's not. Uh, he'll be a career backup guy. You know, I think um, Taylor Heineke will be starting by the end of the season. Um, huh. But Ritter's. I mean, you look at the passes he throws; they're all behind the receivers. If you go back and mm-hmm. look at it, Cincinnati, I went and watched it. He didn't throw nothing but nine routes, you know, um, deep routes. Um, you know, his guys was outrunning people, and he just putting it up there. That doesn't happen in the NFL. You got to be able to read the hmm. defense. You got to be able to go through your progressions. Um, he's getting the time. He's just not making the plays. He's not sitting there open receipts. I mean, yeah. he has to run. I mean, and then also, you know, we got another coach that's making – Bonehead decisions. Mhm. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he will be so, there. I, I really don't. No, I, don't I don't think, think that's the coach there. either. I hope not. They better go get one of these young offensive <laughs> guys and get a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I you know live here, so I'm a Falcon fan, but I live here. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And they 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 that uh, he's terrible. Uh, don't go get <laughs> Joe no Fields because um, he's not ready either. You know, mm-hmm. I think they're not yeah. both of those guys are throwing them deep routes in college, and that'll work in college, but that doesn't work in the NFL. You know. Yeah. Now you look. You really at, have you to see at, the field and read the field, and, and Justin Fields. I'm cheering for him, but I, I don't think he's taking the next step. You know, and we can blame yeah. some of that on the offensive line, um, maybe some on coaching. I don't know, but Justin Fields himself does not look like an NFL quarterback. He doesn't me. see the he doesn't see the field. You know, there you and, go. And once again, you can throw all them deep routes. I mean, think about all those receivers he had. You know, all he had to do was put mm-hmm. it up there. You know. Yeah. Uh, now we're in the NFL where the pressure is different coming from the offensive line. You know, you got to be able to move and be able to see the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to go back then. And who did I want to ask you about in the NFL? Um, you know what? I posed this question to you early in the year 
Who do you think is going to have a successful season, Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, or C.J. Stroud? And I'm pretty sure you said C.J. Stroud. Well, Anthony Richardson is now out for the season. Um, And Bryce, you know, um, was out a couple of games, a couple of weeks with with a bad ankle. Um, And C.J. Stroud has had some success and looked good um, a couple of times. Your, Your thoughts about him? But also the fact that Anthony Richardson is out for the season as a running quarterback and not staying in that pocket, is he going to have to do better when he comes back next year? Well, he's just going to have to do better protecting himself. So now you're in the NFL. All of running over people and taking them hits, you can't do that. You're going to have to go. There you, you go. You find him a baseball coach and learn how to slide. <laughs> um, you can run, but you you, you, you got to know how to slide and, and uh, protect yourself. Um, you see yeah. two learn how to protect themselves, you know. Um, C.J. Stroud, um, I, I commend um, uh, Houston for catering their offense around him, you know, uh, on his strengths. Um, the kid there in uh, Carolina, he's too little. That's what – thank you. He's too thank little. Thank you. He's too little. He's too he's little, small. Coach. He doesn't even look. He's smaller than. Yeah, yeah. He may I mean, have he an arm, but he 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 looks like a boy amongst men. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, on the he field. doesn't even look. He doesn't even look like a kicker. I mean, he just. <laughs> we were we were laughing at it. Say kickers look more athletic than he is. You know. Yeah. And he has played at that weight all through, you know, his right. college career. Um, right. And and I said that I, I want him to get a little bit of girth on him or, you know, and I don't understand or know I've heard it said that that will change um, his throwing motion. He's not going to last in the NFL like that. No, he's not. He's not. Especially with, yeah. you know, a team that um, has a mediocre offensive line. He's not. Exactly. You know. And, and and the line is not helping him. You you are correct, no. Coach. Are you surprised at the Detroit Lions um, and Dan Campbell and what they are able to do? I think they have only lost one game, one and, game. and and looking good. Yeah, one game and they're looking good. Um, no, I'm really not surprised, Francis. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not. Um, they yeah. they're 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 a very good football team. They and and they they. They built the team from the inside out. So, yep. first five years ago, they they drafted offensive linemen, defensive linemen, and so mm-hmm. then they went to the skill players, and they built it from the inside out. And he's coaching it from inside out. Mhm. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I got two more questions for you. The first one is Bill Belichick. Um, <laughs> is he done? Should he retire? He should. <laughs> He should. Yeah. And, and and they're gonna let him retire. You know, he should. You're gonna hear. Him. Look, they're gonna force his hand probably. Um, mm-hmm. But he should. Um, he he's and, done turf. Or I mean, uh, um, they said it. I watched him get up the other day, and I I didn't think about. It. He's the general manager as well. You know. Exactly. Um, he only drafted two players that have made it hmm. to the pro Bowl. Wow. And one one was a special team for turned out. Wow. Yeah, but his teams, I've never seen Belichick, Belichick teams look like they've looked this year or last year. And Mac Jones isn't the answer, I don't think. No, he's they're, not They're going to have to, you know, um, and I call them the Jones brothers. Daniel Jones for the Giants and Mac Jones for, and they're not brothers, for the, the Patriots. I Let's move on from both of them. They've been yeah. given enough chances, have they not? They have. Yeah. No doubt. About it. Yeah. Um, they're, they're terrible. Um, the Giants have a quarterback last night. They win that game. You know. Correct. They won that game. Yes. Mhm. Because the Bills, um, you know, they they weren't busting down the doors with anything. And and that's been Josh Allen, you know, looking good one week and, and just kind of pedestrian the next week. 
But you're correct that they had a quarterback. And the Bills scored um, all of their points in the fourth quarter. If, if right. the Giants could have put up something besides field goals, you're correct. They could have won that game. They won that game. And Tyrod Taylor, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he is who he is, you know. Um, yeah. He's not a starter. No, no. He's a backup that's, yeah. you know, benefiting from being a backup and collecting a paycheck. And I, I, I can't fault him. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. For, for that. Um, all right. So I want to end, Coach, and ask you, have you followed Mel Tucker? story at Michigan State um, and him being suspended and um, then, of course, being fired and um, having a relationship with the young lady who's a sexual misconduct um, activist. And, you know, your your thoughts about this. He's fired now, but there's been a lot of text messages to come out that kind of have shown that she asked him for money and he said no, and so she went this route. What are your thoughts about this? Well, I mean, like I said, it came out that she wasn't telling the truth, you know. Yeah. And um, um, I mean, they've already fired him. They can't bring him back. I think he's going to sue the nope. institution. They're gonna. They're mm-hmm. probably going to settle. Um, mm-hmm. Outside at some point, um, Kirby Smart or Nick Saban is going to hire him. <laughs> That's how it's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be back one of those staffs where he started at. And where he was very successful, mm-hmm. and he'll be an assistant coach the rest of his life. So you don't think he'll ever get a head coaching um, opportunity no. again? No. No. Wow. Because of the scandal, you know. Um, yeah. One thing about you know when there's a scandal and your name is involved, I mean your name was around the scandal, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so, no, I don't think he'll get a head coaching job again, but I do think he'll get a um, defensive coordinator job somewhere again. And and I would be shocked if it wasn't at Georgia or Alabama. Uh, or wow. In the but no, he won't. He won't wow. get us. He should have stayed in Colorado. <laughs> there you go. And and I and understand that he was at, at Minnesota at one point in time too um, yeah. as a as a as a coach. Um you know, his family, he said his wife is estranged, and I don't know if that happened before or after. Um, and a right. lot of coaches have said that he made a mistake. And I said, no, no, that's not a mistake. And i and I got to give him some culpability here because if that's what you're going to do at your office, and I really think if he had done this anywhere else, um, that we wouldn't be talking like this, talking about this. But he did yeah. it at work, on campus, um, and they said the phone call and the phone sex lasted, you know, 36 minutes. And she said no, and it froze her, and it took her back to a time where she was raped at Oregon State. So for 36 oh. minutes, you didn't think to hang up um, <laughs> or and to say no? And that's why I say even though we, we come to the conclusion that she was not telling the truth, uh, she was attempting mm-hmm. to black um, but for your name to be around it, you have to be around it, you know. There you go. So, yeah, and then yeah. obviously trying to blackmail him, and he said mm-hmm. no because um, he probably said no because he felt like you know I didn't do anything, you know I'm not you know, but your name was around it. That phone call was made, um, but you know mm-hmm. with her line up, you know that that was your saving grace. Yeah. Yeah. I said that was the last question. One more question, Coach. Who's the number one team in college football? Is it still Georgia, even though they have looked not complete like other teams, but they've won still um, and not had a complete game played? Are they still the number one team in the, in, in, in college football? I mean, we have to say yes because they're still undefeated. However, Washington okay. looks very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Washington yeah. looks very good. So. Looks very good. But we I have, have enjoyed this. They, they, they have it long. And I keep wanting them to. And um, and I keep, I'm going to pray again that maybe Florida can do something with them. But that is just a pipe dream for sure. Florida doesn't have the so. discipline, I don't think, or the players um, I don't think so. to come back. I don't think so. I think yeah. Florida has a legitimate chance this year. With their You're quarterback. Kidding. No. Okay. 
with their quarterback situation, Georgia's quarterback situation, I think they have mm-hmm. legitimate. Well, you just gave me some hope. <laughs> you just gave <laughs> me some hope for sure. I, I thought Graham, Graham Merce looked really good. Um, 30 for 42, no, 38 for 40 something, um, passing over 400 yards and three touchdowns. But to be down, you know, 10 points with nine minutes to go and, and not flinch in that atmosphere. And I think that South Carolina has a really good good atmosphere, college football atmosphere. I was very, no, really they proud. Um, yeah, and the first thing, the say that again. South Carolina has one of the best atmospheres. You know, to come oh, out yeah. there with a is is huge. Yeah, yeah. And get well soon to Shane Beamer. He kicked something after the game and broke his foot. I heard that. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> and he won't do that. Foot, so. I don't think he will. I don't think he will. Coach, this has been awesome. I love talking sports with you. And Absolutely. we'll we'll get back on track here at Sports Talk Atlanta Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Have a great week. Tell Phyllis I said hello and the family and go Parkview. Thank you so much That's for real. doing this. All right, Francis. Take care. All right. That's Coach Willie okay. Miller on Sports Talk Atlanta here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. I am Princess Cooper. We'll see you next week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.